Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step to 53342. New York, call the 24-7 Hope Line at 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So this idea came to me earlier this week. This, yeah, this was a quick turnaround. The inspiration for this list is on my list. But as usual with most of these lists, it got pushed down. Mm-hmm. Pushed back or pushed down? Pushed down. Slick back. Real piece of shit award. Yeah. Amino Hassan. <laughs> and I tried to keep it mostly within the realm of Cinephobe itself. But yeah, the Slick Back Award. There you go, right there. Yeah. This feels like the millennial parents participation trophy CT5. I think we're going to get some new awards that become staples out of this podcast. Like I know what I've done and I'm guessing you guys have at minimum matched that. And I think this award section is now going to become its own podcast. There you go. Separate from the regular pod. Because we need another one. Mm-hmm. The CT5 spinoff award for best yeah. accompanying podcast to Cinephobe. Yeah. Did you tend to favor awards that could happen every episode? No. No. I don't know. Well, yeah. No, actually, they all could happen. They could. Yeah. But it's not a golden dumpster situation where every single episode you think there has to be one. I think most of my list could happen every episode. It's like Lewis Pinnock, right? Like most of the time it could happen. But yeah. Right. Sometimes we have to reach a little bit. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there isn't one. Sometimes it's you were a mean. Sometimes we have to hope that one of the people speaking English is British. <laughs> this idea is just straight up bad. That algorithm is busted. It's among the worst ideas I've ever heard. Top five, easy. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. 
Welcome to Cinephobe Top 5. That's right. It's called CT5. It's the podcast where we go ahead and say mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the finest of them all? It's us. Yeah. That's right. We need positive reinforcement. Like Bay said, we are millennials that need participation trophies for everything. Mm-hmm. And this pod is basically our participation trophy by letting you know the top five things from the Cinephobe universe that we've encountered. We've done categories like worst dancers, vehicles. Jobs. Never forget. <laughs> Pimp robot photographer was a job. Number one for Maze, I believe. <laughs> you got weapons. We got names. We got best 0% movies, worst 0% movies, deaths, like Hal Jordan's dad exploding in the jet. Oh, my God. <laughs> Green Lantern. <laughs> one of the funniest moments in Cinephobe history. Most ass-out death. Mm-hmm. Worst picks that the other two have made. Hats. <laughs> Last time we did Lewis Pinnock accents. That's where... We got Zach's impression of Jaden Smith. Yeah. <laughs> Slash, is that a future accent? Mm-hmm. And this week, we're doing a different category. Maze, if you want to walk the people through unofficial awards, how did you come up with that category? Yeah, what's the inspiration? So it's been happening a lot lately where really this year we've had the next Jim Carrey has become a thing we do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Kathy Bates Background Award. The Sean Astin digging a pool in his backyard for least believable moment. Those three are the ones that haven't officially made it into. We hand this out every time, but we try to point it out. If it does come up in the movie, it's fun to think about who is the next Jim Carrey and all these movies who was on the brink of stardom and then got a few at bats and struck out sports and went back to obscurity. So that was the concept, the unofficial award, the award that has not been cemented, the award we don't necessarily hand out, but we're inspired every once in a while by one of these movies to come up with a new award. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. You guys mentioned are these awards that at least have the potential to be named every movie or every episode. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at some of mine and not really, but I love them anyway. So Exactly. I've got two awards that will be at the end that didn't make the list. I just came up with a name. I don't know what they would be for. Oh, yeah. I, got, I just like the name. I've got one of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty sure I could count on a mean for something like that. Yeah. Designation to be named later. Yeah, we can figure it out later. We'll figure it out in post. We'll fix it in post. But, sir, the post department has been begging us to fix it in pre. You have the salary contract slot yes available you just don't know who's gonna fill it just yet. don't know who's plugging it oh well, let's go with this order i'll go first maze you want to go second zach you go third works for me and just so everybody knows because we do get this question every once in a while oli stands for outside looking in which means it did not make the top five yeah so we have two olis and then we have an untold number of OOLIs, mm-hmm. which is outside the outside looking in. I only have eight this week for outside, outside looking in. How modest of you, Zach? Team player. The Zach Harper Award for modesty. Yes, there you go. <laughs> and honesty. Well, modesty and honesty. Well, we'll see about that. 50% gets you the Hall of Fame. Let me start. Okay, so an outside looking in, the OLI, and again, 
separated the boys from the men, so to speak, by saying, look, does this have a chance of being most of the time? Because some of my OLIs were like, this is great, but matter of fact, I'm going to just throw out, this is not my OLI, but this is an example of- What? Starting strong? The Coke and Pepsi Competing Product Placement Award. It just doesn't happen enough. Yeah. I would love to have that award. That's also known as Amin filed it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll throw it out. The Amin Alhassan Award of just fucking get to it. Let's go. All right. Okay. My first OLIs. Teddy Rex, shut the fuck up award. <laughs> Damn it. I should have had something like that. This goes to every character. That didn't make top five. Wow. Who just fucking won't shut up. They just talk the whole goddamn time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a running commentary that's a good one that's good i like that my first oli is the honest thief award for lying <laughs> oh no what i didn't lie any i didn't tell you certain things it's such a great lie it's such gaslighting man <laughs> oli the knowing award ah. what the fuck was that 9-11 reference <laughs> oh okay so all yeah. right I like the different <laughs> angle on it. Yeah. I thought there might be something similar from other people here, so I tried to lock that one in. OLI number two, Ballistic X versus Sever Disembodied Voice Award. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I thought about that. And that's one that's applicable to a lot. Anytime you hear a voice from off screen yeah. saying something like, oh, my nose, <laughs> then you know he's ready to win that award. That's a good one, yeah. All right, other OLI, and this was the inspiration. I randomly thought of this, and then I thought, well, we could either try to come up with this, or we could do a CT5 of it. And it's the Delroy Lindo All in a Day's Work Award for One Scene Wonder. <laughs> That's an OLI. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a really good one. Oh, I really like that. Because we've had people with very limited roles kill it, but he never left that chair. Yeah. I mean, it was one scene, one location. Oh, wow. Yeah. Christopher Walken has that weird scene in Gili where he shows up and talks about Marie Callender's pot pies. Yep. Mm-hmm. But he walks around in it. So that would be the award winner for that movie. But mm-hmm. Delroy Lindo, no one will top that well, one scene performance. Is that beating Al Pacino in that movie? Now we got a race. Doesn't he have more than one scene? All in a day's work. Pacino was there six hours. Yeah. Yeah. OLI. It's not the line from this scene, but it is a line from the same movie. That's a duck, man, for weirdest, I can't believe they're going to fuck award. (laughs) She tries to fuck a duck. A humanoid duck. That would be like Congo? Yeah. Congo qualify? Yeah. Okay, sorry. That's a duck man for weirdest. For weirdest. Oh, my God. They're going to maybe have sex or they've had sex. Yeah. They're going to fuck a war. Yeah. Like the brother and sister and Teen Witch, Teen Witch. Yeah, except that wasn't a thing, but that's... Tension. There was tension, baby. (laughs) All right. I mean, number five. Number five. I call it the No Shit Sherlock Award. That goes back to knowing, Zach. (laughs) We had to Google 9-11. No shit, Sherlock. I'm still upset about it. I can't believe it. That was episode five, four, or something like that? I was offended. <laughs> That's right. I didn't know you could be offended. Oh, okay. Number five for me, the going Shaquille on your butt award for best basketball slash sports scene. Inspired, of course, by Catwoman, where she went Shaquille on his butt and Tom Chambers didn't. Oh, is that what the kids say? No, that's what Halle Berry says later. Oh, she says, okay, got it. I went Shaquille on his butt. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. What a deep pull just for the line. <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah, that's what I was like. <laughs> that's really good. Zach, number five. My number five, 
I'll give you what it is first before I give you the name. The absolute no sexual chemistry between two people award that are a couple. Uh, it's the Sweet Annie Award. <laughs> <laughs> That's again from Honesty. Liam Neeson's character. That one you could definitely hand out a lot. Yeah, that one could be a staple. Because I actually had to say, I was like, which movie? Because I know there's a bunch of times that that's happened. But yeah, the Sweet Annie Award. <laughs> Hi, Sweet Annie. <laughs> Number four for me is a specific, it sounds like it's an award, but I'm proposing having its own separate award for it. Like, for instance, you know how there's best film at the Oscars, but then they have best animated film, mm -hmm. best short film, best documentary film. So this, I believe, is a subset. Why are you delivering this like Taffer? <laughs> <laughs> best animated film. It's got a lot of options. <laughs> so I call it the Animal Ass Off Award. <laughs> And it is named after the bear from Hercules in New York. <laughs> I get it. We give out ass off. But I feel like the animals deserve their own category. Yeah. And by the way, theoretically, an animated film could win the best picture, right? Absolutely. Yeah. An animal could win ass off, but also the bear from New York. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. like that. That's good. Number four for me, Coolio. Award for deleted scene <laughs> slash director's cut. Yeah. And I mean, just so you know, we had a lot of people giving us feedback that you did not watch the unrated Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. Yeah. Let's settle that. Because we had reports of lots of titties. They said there were a lot of gratuitous at the sorority house. All I could tell you is AMC Plus said, would you like the unrated version or the regular version? I said unrated. Mm -hmm. And then I watched it and I said, I didn't see anything. Mm. But now it's good to know. I wonder if it's on YouTube. Oh, your eyes got real wide there. Mm. <laughs> the Amin El Hassan Research Award. <laughs> Zach, you're number four. He's typing, by the way. He's typing. Yes, I am. Yeah, it is something that we do often enough. It's not really a new award, but it's not an official award. But I love it so much. It's relatively recent. It's happened during the Daisy Chain. It's the Sean Astin Digging a Pool Award <laughs> for <Yeah>. what <laughs> the fuck? This would never happen. <laughs> And it's specifically, if we want to really nail it down, it's when a mean is absolutely flabbergasted by a detail in a movie. I just, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. I would almost prefer that that's how it's done. And maybe that's not every movie that we have this, but there are a lot of movies where you're like, what the fuck? That can't. What was the example we were talking about the other day? Because I sent you guys a clip. It's over the top. Yeah. It's the <laughs> over the top, take the money award. Yeah. The hotel yeah. meeting for what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, man. Number three for me, it's the texture, the color, the flavor, the consistency. <laughs> it's definitely come award. Because <laughs> that happens a lot, actually. Yeah. Anytime there's any sort of substance, anytime anyone's trying to identify something, we always go back to say the texture, the color, the flavor, the consistency. It's definitely come. Mm -hmm. That's my number three. From the watch. The watch. That's right. My number three. And for me, this is the top tier here. These top three are... Serious. This is the big time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it is the problem with pussy award <laughs> for best admission of addiction. <laughs> I thought about this. That's a great award. Yes. <laughs> because the first of the 12 steps is admission. Yeah. Is he going to get past that first step? Absolutely not. Because he always has and he's always gonna. 
but at least he knows it. Also, making amends to the pussy might take him back to step one every single time. Right. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> this is a reference to the Showgirls episode where yes. yeah. Glenn Plummer, a guy just flat out after not really cheating on Naomi, but not being upfront about his sexual conquests that were ongoing. Hey, look, I got a problem with pussy. Yep. It's a great admission. You know, he was honest. He laid it out on the table. An honest addiction. He doesn't win the Honest Thief Award for lying. No, he doesn't. No, he was very willing to admit that he had that problem. My number three, it's the villain that you end up rooting for award. The Rumble Award from Money Plan. Oh, I would have gone with Bolo. He you root for out of fear. I just fucking like this guy. I like the cut of his jib. Do you think they wanted him to be like likable and to be rooted for? I think that's why you cast Kelsey Grammer in that role. Yeah. You can't help but like the voice, the gravitas. Charisma. The fact that he's going against a wrestler who sits down the entire movie. Yeah, what are you rooting for? Edge <laughs> flying a plane for four hours? His final scene, he's just like, I'm the fucking rumble or whatever he says. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> fucking kill those guys. I'm here for it. Does Edge qualify for the all in a day's work award. <laughs> I think he does. I really think he does. That just reminded me of fucking fat Baker Mayfield, dude. He should have an award. I can't lose. Also the cowboy. Man, we need to do a rewatching for Buddy Played. I'm here for it. Uh, number two, Zach, this is what had me giggling like D's boyfriend who may or may not be developmentally <laughs> challenged. Oh. <laughs> charge that. The Art Death Award. <laughs> Fuck, I didn't even think of that. Art from Fallen. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was breathing. He's a corpse. He's been dead for hours, and he's breathing in the scene. I'll never get over that. I have never called you on it. I'm going to look this up right now. I will be saturated with dementia and Alzheimer's someday and still remember that. That is one of the most infuriating moments we've ever had, at least for me. You can look it up. His chest goes up and down. I'm looking it up right now. Up and down. I don't know, man. His <laughs> chest moves. It's not even close. Let me go full screen on this. He's breathing. You know it. Otherwise, you'd be in fact like, Zach, you're wrong. You got this wrong this whole time. You know it's right. You're trying to give him a pass. Inconclusive. No, fuck that. I'm just saying fuck it's inconclusive. That. Fuck that. It's so conclusive. Wow. Send it to Secaucus. Give me Monty McCutcheon right now. Get a final ruling. I just rewound it again. Leave all this. He's in bed. He's not moving. Denzel's taking his pulse. He realizes he's dead. He looks up at him. He looks around. Takes his pulse on the wrist. Yep. Realizes my man's not coming back. All right. Denzel's looking very sad. He's looking up and down. He's ass off, by the way. Denzel discovering he's dead. Mm-hmm. Whole movie. Uh, okay. I think I see what's happening here. Yep. He breathes. Oh, oh no. I, I, okay. He breathes, doesn't he? <laughs> so what happens is when Denzel tries to cover him with the blanket, he moves him and it looks like that. But then they zoom out and he's just sitting there looking at him. And I saw it because he's on his side. And you just see the shoulder go. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. A big breath. Thank you, by the way, for validation. I mean, can I ask a clarification question on your number three award is that for the most come like substance it's anytime there's any substance that's definitely come definitely come yeah It'll come like yeah all right my number two i just posted this on the instagram the other day go check it out at cinephobe pod having a great time over there 
It's the Nick Fury Entrance Award. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Where you somersault under a door and belly flop onto a table, all while groaning. I remember absolutely <laughs> losing my shit when I saw that. I must have rewound that 20 times. Well, we called it like seals in like the Antarctic <laughs> and they slide right down into the water. Yes. We had some people <laughs> ask who would win in a race. Oh, Liam Mason or. David Hasselhoff. Oh, Hasselhoff for sure. Yeah. Hasselhoff would dust him. He's still got cartilage in those knees. Barely. He doesn't need it. Also, whatever that new movie is, I guarantee he ambles to the car. Yeah. Everyone's saying, oh, he won't amble because he's sitting the whole time. No, he's going to amble to the car at some point. Guaranteed. He's going to amble out of the car, too, because he's got to take care of this threat, like at some point. Mm-hmm. Also, when it comes to the Hoff, he doesn't even need knees. No, they don't bend. You just grease up his underbelly and you just slide, yeah. man. Yeah, are you kidding me? Squirt on over. Oh, that's definitely come. Zach, number two. <laughs> number two. It's one we do a lot now, and I love it, and I don't care that it's so cliche to include. It's the Kathy Bates background award. Yeah. It might be the only part of that movie I actually like of The Water Boy. No, I like the reveal of his dad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> That's a good one, too. But when she realizes she's on TV, because it is nothing like her character. Yeah. Right? Like, she is this hard-nosed, protect-my-kid, everything. Finally goes to the game, and she realizes she is in the background of a TV shot interview. As she starts fucking moving, and now we started giving that one out, and I think we can give out almost every episode. It's a really good award for extras. Yeah, between this and the Ballistic X vs. Ever Offscreen Voice Award, those are two of Amin's go-tos. Yeah. Most laser-focused elements of a podcast is well, what's not happening in the foreground. Cheeks and... Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> no, don't worry. That's coming. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> That's the OLIs. I bet it is. <laughs> I mean, number one. Number one. And uh, I feel like I'm cheating. I feel like I'm spoiling a future episode, but I don't care. The Eddie Cantrell Best Liar Award. <laughs> Eddie Cantrell is, of course, Ben Stiller's character in The Heartbreak Kid, mm-hmm. who consistently lies and lies on the spot and lies amazingly, weaving tapestries of lies. Mm-hmm. Anytime anyone lies on a cinephobe podcast, we always compare it to Eddie Cantor. Like, is this guy better or worse? And so far, no one's been better. Six to Patagonia. <laughs> so yeah, Eddie Cantor, best liar award. I love that. That's a great award. Yeah, and it's not necessarily spoiling because I think that one was well known, but all of these could be CT5s. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. My number one, I was so proud of myself when I thought of this one. I got to admit, it's the Warm Bagels Award for best clue. <laughs> oh, yep. Dude, let me tell you something. It was right there on the top of my tongue, and I was like, uh, like, finally, I just, I had to let it go. I was like, I don't have any space for it. This was something that Robbie Callen and I have been talking about since we saw it twice in the theater <laughs> in one weekend. I guarantee if I tweet about Taken 3, he will tweet me something about warm bagels immediately. Oh, my God. What an incredible moment. Forrest Whitaker, just an all-timer. He's got to be up there on the Mount Rushmore for us. He's climbing. That's for sure. Yeah. He's really bad in Battlefield Earth, though. Yeah, he sure is. Which hurts his case quite a bit. He sure is. Travolta being that, yeah, he's got the whole Scientology thing going. Forrest Whitaker, what's your excuse, dude? Travolta really threw himself into it. Mm-hmm. He sure did. All right, Zach. My number one, it's inspired by a movie that I listened to again recently, an episode. It's the Sacrosanct Award for most ridiculous, unbelievable trivia. And yes, it is inspired by the Cobra episode <laughs> with Amin and Maze going toe-to-toe like fucking 
like Rocky and Apollo. Ding, ding. Is this the movie that is most celebrated by the citrus community at Christmas time? <laughs> you know what? That's still not the funniest part. The funniest part is still the most lemon tree. Most lemons in one shot. <laughs> in any scene in any movie ever. It's something that could, I can't remember if it would apply retroactively, but to the I Am Wrath episode where I believe that tattoo, but yeah, the Sancrosanct Award for most unbelievable, ridiculous trivia. Wow, great list, guys. This is a good one. This is a fun episode. OLIs? You want to go through some OLIs that didn't make it? Yeah. This one's a lazy one. This is, I think, the first one I wrote, and I'm like, this is not going to win, but the Ah, He Said It Award. Oh, yeah, I didn't have that. The Ooze Award for Most Mysterious MacGuffin. <laughs> that was a tough cut right there. Ooze. <laughs> Let me hold it up for you. You got to hold it up to yeah. the camera. I'm not going to tell you what it is, because there's a secret, but <sighs> along those same lines of, I mean, the Helen Hunt Bad Driver Award. Yeah. yeah. We used to do that one. Yeah, we used to do that a lot. I wouldn't mind bringing that back. This is a staple of Cinephobe, but we've never actually given an award for it. I call it the Poison Rose Noir Award. <laughs> ah, see, I mean, I had the Joey Fatone Wheels Award for oh! Biggest Film Noir, inspired by our homie Spumoni rewatchington. <laughs> That's better. I like that one better. Yeah, I like that. Also, another one we do now that is official, but the next Jim Carrey Award. I really do enjoy it based on Bart from mm -hmm. How High, where years ago, watched the director commentary with Method Man and Red Man, and they called that guy the next Jim Carrey. They were so impressed by his ability to act. That one's right up there with Kathy Bates. Like, this is almost cemented, yeah. handed out, right? I've got the Catwoman We Built This Blank on CGI Award. Yeah, I love that. That's good. Not the whole thing award for drug use. Yep. <laughs> We could do alcohol too. Like that could apply yep. to sure, Keanu yeah. and Street Kings or yep. James Spader. Yeah. yeah. Consumption. I'll change it to consumption. The Hot Rod Award for best movie. Awarded to a shit movie that Maze defends. Okay. On that note, I see your Hot Rod Award, Zach, and I raise you the one redeeming quality scene for a Maze Pick Award. <laughs> A cooked goose for everyone. <laughs> the cooked goose award, yeah. Other than Jupiter Ascending, every movie Maze picks that's really, truly terrible will have like one scene like Kathy Bates dancing in the background, mm -hmm. like a cooked goose for everyone. Yeah. That's like, okay, I like, even though this movie's trash, I did enjoy that part. Sure. The Chinatown Award. Oh, boy. Uh oh. For baddest biddies. <laughs> sure. Only awarded by Juju. Yeah. He's the commissioner of that award. The Leverage Award for a moment when a mean is a misogynist. <laughs> I, I, Female. I tried to think of like what would be the best misogyny award I could give. Yeah. I just called it the Disclosure Award. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> just left it at that. Leverage is more fun to say, but Disclosure yeah. is a better reference for it. Yeah. The Particular Set of Skills Award. Mm -hmm. obviously from taken but i was inspired for this one by hayden christensen's background in takers where he is a civil engineering specialist a helicopter pilot and also has a keen knowledge of finance and the stock market and hats and hats yeah that's style it's a whole different thing you know i took shots at you guys i'll conclude this one good luck chuck award for you picked it, motherfucker, when you pick yeah. a movie that you absolutely hate. It's me with Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to combine these two. They, they don't need to be, well, maybe not. I don't know. The Gratuitous Slash Cheeks Award. Okay. Yeah. That's a good combination. Combination. 
The Touch Thielman Award for Soundtrack <laughs> Exposition. I thought that would be awesome. I really thought one of you guys was going to have it in the top five. I just thought of it right as we were about to record. So I jotted that one down. The worst reason for a collaboration in a movie, it's the Martha Award. <laughs> well, I, I gave an award. The, my number one was the Eddie Cantrell Best Liar Award. The counterpoint to that is the Worst Liar Award, and I named it after Sandy Bullock in Practical <laughs> Magic. Yes, it is the Sally Owens Worst Liar Award. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. We're New in Town Award for Entrapment. <laughs> you know what? Days, I'm so glad you said that because I had the new in town award and had no idea what to give it for. Yeah, I just knew it needed to be an award. Yeah, you nailed it. I got one more that's name, but no reason for it. Well, maybe this could be for like one person on the pod discovers a fact that the other two knew. It's the go did my boy award, <laughs> which happened when Maze found out that Mattel is go did my boy. <laughs> Yeah, you were early on that one, Zach. Yeah. It's been a big summer for Mattel. Oh, my God. I tried to tell you guys. I've got another one. Which one of you guys had the War Bagel Award? That was me. Yeah, well, very close to this one, but not quite the same. The Forrest Whitaker Unorthodox Eating Method Award. <laughs> so when you eat something that is typically known to be no eaten in a particular way, and you just go off the board and say, you know, no, no, there are no rules to this. I can read it anywhere I want. No, there are no rules. Is Teddy Rex yeah. getting a cookie launched into his mouth yeah. count? A hundred percent, yeah. <laughs> On purpose. It's a mechanism in his house. Yeah. It's not like someone said, hey, Teddy, catch. It fires that thing at his face, by the way. Yeah. Like a pitching machine. I got one more. I need a better name for this, but it's the Bit Character Line Award. Where you're a big character, you got one line, but it fucking steals the show. And it was inspired by Batman and Robin. Just one of those days. <laughs> That's actually, yeah, the Just One of Those Days Award. I like that. All right. I had JP from Grandma's Boy Biggest Virgin Award. <laughs> the Link Award for Best Silent Film Acting and Encino Man. Mm -hmm. Michael Crichton Award for Best Sci-Fi Technology. Rob Corddry Award for Most Enthusiastic Cuck. <laughs> Hospital Talent Show Award for Most Ridiculous Storyline slash Climactic Scene. Mm -hmm. Ryan Reynolds Award for Banter. Belly slash Taxi Award for Best Opening Scene. Oh, yeah. Those are the two options, huh? Look, man. Belly and Taxi. Two great opening scenes. I agree with Belly. Like, taxi is a great opening scene. I Look at Beyonce playing. Come on, man. I don't know how you're <laughs> supposed to split the difference there. I mean, they both were the best scene of the movie. So. Yeah, that's true. Nick Cage and Deadfall Award for being in a completely different movie. <laughs> Nomi Malone Award for pool etiquette. Jack Palance Award for talking to yourself. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot about that. Yeah, I can't believe you did either. <laughs> I thought that would definitely be all there. I mean, it's got a new number one. The Pistachio <laughs> Award for best disguise. The Frankster Award for Best Sibling. <laughs> Count of Monte Fisto Award for Best Nickname. No, yeah, that, yeah, that's a good one. Which would also go to the Frankster. <laughs> I couldn't quite figure out, like, this would have been on my list if I could have figured out a more concise thing, but it's the Stanley Jobson Clap Award for Best Focus <laughs> and Concentration Under Pressure. <laughs> I would have said Stanley Jobson Best Name <laughs> for the Job Award. <laughs> The Stanley Jobson Man for the Job Award? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Katai Rage Award for Cowardice. No, he's not the coward. You're the coward. Reminiscent Award for Hugest Boner. <laughs> pretty Pretty Pictures Award for Art. No. I thought Reminiscent would have one for storytelling. Storytelling, yeah. Sothpaw Award for Worst License Plate. 
and <laughs> Tango and Cash Award for best duo. Yeah, I like that. Those are good. These are all good. We should document all because some of these could be used again. I think for sure. We should. Do- we just record a podcast for them. No, no. I mean, I got a document right here. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't delete my shit like Zach. I actually have it. <laughs> I don't anymore. I guess what I mean. Not anymore, boys. You have a notebook i would want to ref reference some of the ones that you guys have said like uh-huh. to look through the spreadsheet and be like oh yeah that's a good one my people this notebook's going to be worth a lot of money someday <laughs> a lot of money a lot of money the zach harper's notebook for most valuable <laughs> artifact it's this is history. a MacGuffin, man this is <laughs> oh zach how did you not come up with like the taffer <laughs> the taffer award best business award <laughs> For systems. All right. Bar or restaurant. All right, I got a new number one. Bar, restaurant, or club. Yeah. John Taffer Award for Sciences. <laughs> yeah, the Taffer Award for Science. Best <laughs> science in a movie. Fuck Michael Crichton. <laughs> oh, maybe the Jurassic Park Award for worst application of CGI. Oh, yeah. Because we always compare it to Jurassic Park and how good that was. Yeah. Those were the days. Make sure you're sending us all of your CT5 lists and suggestions at Talk Hoops, at Darth Mean, at Corn Puzzle, at Cinephopod, at Count the Dings. And sign up for that Patreon, patreon.com slash count the dings. Get in the Discord, get the rewatching 10 events live and the past ones you can rewatch. And of course, you get those ad free episodes. Sometimes, sometimes you get them a day earlier because Maze has systems set up to where he can put them out the night before, sometimes the morning before. I butt funnel them right onto the Patreon, <laughs> butt funnel them right into your fucking feed. Next time we make love. You introduced me to Jade.